بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله الحمد لله وكفى والسلام على عباد الذين اصطفى أما بعد فأعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم يا أيها الذين آمنوا كتب عليكم الصيام كما كتب على الذين من قبلكم لعلكم تتقون فقال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم الكيس من دان نفسه وعمل لما بعد الموت إلى آخر الحديث أو كما قال عليه الصلاة والسلام صدق الله الذي مصدق على رسول الكريم إسبكت الله الذين من الله تعالى مقوات سوفي بمنشن أميد فهو هدايت and the hidayat of the entire ummah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam say ameen our dua is the accepted fasting month here one of the advices of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was that when you come to the masjid we should make our rows like how the angels make the rows they complete the first row then the second row so all of you that in the back rows come and fill in the rows as Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has mentioned make it like the, that of the angels so complete the rows in front inshallah this is the advice of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam when you come complete the first row, then the second row, then the third row. And this is very convenient for those that come later, that they'll find space in the back because, you know, we are filling the place from the front. Orderly manner, you know, is very important in Islam. Have discipline in Islam is a very important aspect of our religion. As Habib Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam has mentioned, إن الله لا ينظر إلى صف عوجنا وقم قال عليه الصلاة والسلام Allah Ta'ala does not look at a row, at a saf, which we say in salah, that is crooked. Showing that it has to be perfect. Allah loves that everything must be in a beautiful manner. Inna Allah jameel wa yuhibbul jamal. Allah is beautiful and Allah loves beauty. Allah wants us to do it in a beautiful manner. Everything has discipline, whether it's the time of our salah, whether it's the time of us breaking our fast, whether it's when we will make our hajj, everything has a system in our beautiful deen of Islam. And Allah give us the tawfiq of understanding that and recognizing that. <coughs> Respect to Allah, I have <coughs> narrated a hadith of beloved Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And every one of us needs to reflect upon this very, very important hadith. And that will also tell us to how we can analyze, how we can judge, how we can recognize our personal selves. Very important. We need to see this hadith in my personal life. Habib sallallahu alayhi wasallam has mentioned al-kayis. An intelligent person is that person who will reflect, who will ponder, who will look into himself. This aspect, how much am I an intelligent person? How much do I reflect? Is such a thing that can make me develop progress in every aspect of my life. And I start reflecting, deliberating, contemplating, thinking. And that is the sign of the intelligent or the intellect. Now, when we start looking into this aspect, 
looking into my own soul. We take one angle. Why am I in this world? Why am I in this world? It is just to eat, drink, make money, get a profession, make children, and I'm gone. Is that why I am in this world? Have I reflected why I am in this world? Look at Allah even asking us, Afahasibatum annama khalaqnaakum abathum wa annakum ilayna la turja'oon Do you think, Afahasibatum, do you think we created you in vain, without any purpose, and that you are not to return to us, and that you are not to return to us? When a person is reflecting just on this point, where Habib sallallahu alayhi wa sallam <coughs> has emphasized upon Akthiru zikru hazim al-lazzat Think in abundance Reflect in abundance Ponder in abundance Upon the cutter of all pleasures That is death I am to die How will I fare there? How will I do there? How will it go for me over there? There was a person that mentioned, you know, he used to reflect, even when he was in school. You know, I can take a different cause, whatever the time, G, S7 or G48, whatever the different, different causes that you have. He said, but I take it and then what? I qualify and then what? I get a degree and then what? So all these things was there. He just took a course. However, and he wasn't in deen. When he happened to go in the path of Allah in Jamaat, and he has this important, important virtue that is mentioned on Salah, that... Whoever performs a five times salah on time, Allah gives guarantee of Jannat. Hey, you know what? I am to die. But do I have anything to fall back upon? Hey, there's something of here. I can fall back upon this. Allah asked me, Kya lekar aaya? What did you bring? I say, Allah, your Habib sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has mentioned, whoever will perform his five times salah, Guaranteed Jannat for him. Allah, I try to make my five times salah on time. This is what I hope from you. But this point, that do I have something to fall upon? Now this is that important angle. And this is the sign of a person whose heart is alive. An intelligent person is that person whose heart is alive. What do I mean by that? Habib sallallahu alayhi wasallam has mentioned that al-ism mahaqa fi qalbik al-ism mahaqa fi sadrik o kamakala alayhi salatu sallam Sin is that which pricks the heart disturbs the heart makes a person feel uneasy 
Now, when a person starts reflecting, then he starts reflecting upon his actions. And those actions will make him either feel at ease or will make him feel uneasy. But that has to be at that person whose heart is alive. Who has to be a person who reflects. In everything. Take example. These are important points, my beloved brothers. Very important points. There are times I don't control my tongue. I don't control my tongue. I don't care how I swear, how I talk, how I, what I say. What I say. Swearing, beat my wife, speaking in vulgar language in front of my children. Be it to my neighbors, do it to my friends, be it to whoever. And when we consider and ponder and contemplate, my life to do, as the Quran says, whatever you will blurt out, take out of your mouth, there are those angels that are ready there to grab it. To take you to task. Today we don't care how we talk, who we talk, what, what we say to them. Make a joke of anything and everything. But if a person has that heart or that is reflecting, you say, how can I do this? And this goes on in, any, in everything of our life. Take another example, which is a very, very important example. Firstly, there is a beautiful hadith of Rasulullah Hasan. Treat, treat the people in a beautiful manner, in a nice way, in a nice, very, very say, moral, very polite manner, beautiful manner. Treat people in that way. Like how you got a heart, they also have a heart. As they have needs, you also have needs. When it comes to this point here, nas, hasanin. Treat people in a good way. Bye. Today you may be an employer. Does that give us the right to swear that employee? To look down upon that employee, to use derogative terms regarding that employee, to speak about them in a manner that you know that they are lower than us and we superior to them. Just look at this hadith of Habib sallallahu alayhi wasallam, wherein Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam has mentioned Al Kibru Batrul Haq wa Ghamtun Nas wa Kamaqala alayhi salatu wasalam. Kibr, pride. Arrogance is when you reject the truth and you look down upon people. You look down upon people as if we are more superior to them. They are also Allah's creation. Their great 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 grandfather and your great great grandfather, their great great granny and your great granny was one Adam and Hawa. So are you superior to them in any way? 
that I need to now because I got I am an employer that I look down upon them I ill treat them I show disrespect to them so much so that this kind of attitude will even you know infiltrate into our children an elderly person and our son will tell and our daughter will tell tell the boy hey tell the girl that lady is fit to be a mother or granny or she's a boy and a girl that english trend and tradition of the british has now infiltrated into us we show disrespect to these people you know on this point here such an important incident you know for us to reflect upon also and allah taala make us realize how important this is how important this is in those days in the early days of islam islam was spreading like wildfire throughout into the european countries down into asia east west north south every direction remember prior to that the dominant religion was christianity it wasn't just a matter of the muslim being victorious in battles that that is why the people were coming into the fold of islam nay nay it was more than that it was more than that the christian thereafter decided to have an important meeting you know what how do we stop the spread of islam what is the reason people are coming into the fold of islam in such such large numbers we can't stop our people from giving up is from from becoming muslims what is it if they had this meeting with all those priests and all the you know influential people wealthy people all sitting and having this big discussion they spoke and they spoke and spoke never come to any conclusive answer until a very very powerful well to do trader was amongst them said let me tell you all the reason let me tell you all the reason why people are going into islam and becoming muslim in such large numbers then he gives his personal incident said, i used to go into the muslim lands i trade with the muslim traders there come back into my place and that was an era of a lot of slaves people carried had their slaves with them so he said with my slaves we went into the muslim land to do business after we had completed our business with some of those muslim traders so one of those muslim traders invited me for meals come join us for meals so they were obviously sitting on the dastarkhan on the tay on the sufra sat down to eat and told got this person to sit tell your slaves also to sit down slaves are feeling shy how can we sit with our master now the muslim the host is saying sit down with a lot of like hesitance they sat with their master 
On the other side, the Muslim slave, men slaves, they all sat down with their master and they're all eating. This one of the master's slaves, the Muslim's master, the slave, dropper happened to drop a morsel of food onto the sufra, onto the dastarkhan. So the master picked it up and ate it. This was shocking to them. What? The master eating that morsel had fallen on the ground of his slave. This was enough. This man says, this Christian trader says, my friend, let me tell you, after I came back to our country, all my slaves left me and went into the Muslim lands and became Muslims. Now this treat the people in a good manner have that consciousness that they also got feelings why must we swear them whether it's our, our staff whether it's our neighbors whether it's our family members whoever, wherever understand you are answerable to Allah reflect upon these points no, it's not just that, you know, it's just a routine, a ritual, a routine that we go through everything in our life and we don't reflect. Now coming back, which is now very important for us to reflect again. And that is the sign, as I mentioned earlier, the sign of the people of intellect. Do I want to classify myself as an intellect, intelligent person? Let me ask myself these few questions. Allah Ta'ala says in the Quran Al-Kareem Ya ayyuhalladheena amanu kutiba alaykum al-siyamu kama kutiba alaylladheena min qablikum la'allakum tattaqoon O you who believe we have ordained for you fasting like we have ordained for those before you so that so that you may get the quality so that you get the quality of taqwa, the quality of abstaining from sin, giving up sin. Now, ask ourselves, so many years passed in my life that I have been fasting. Has it made that change in my life? Has it made that impression upon me that after the month of Ramadan I decided because of the barakat of Ramadan which wanted that within me that quality comes that I must give up sin I have decided to give up all sin you know again as a point of reflection when it comes to our business I opened my business for what? so end of the year I can see a profit. I struggle and I sacrifice, go to work every day, go through all the difficulties of business. At the end of the day, I can reap the fruits. I can see the profits, the object for which I have been opening this business. Again, as people of intellect, we are supposed to be reflecting according to the hadith of Rasulullah al Kainus. The intelligent person is that person who will reflect, who will ponder, who will ask himself, I have been fasting from the beginning of the month till the end of the month for what? 
Is it just because it's a ritual, a, ru- a routine? You know, month of Ramadan, we must come, we must fast, wake up at Seri, Iftari, come at the day of Eid, Khalas, it's all over. This is part of the duty that I must do as a Muslim. Is this why Allah has ordained it that it is just a ritual? That I will just fast in the month of Ramadan and Khalas. And now over as a Muslim. You know, we need to say ourselves, we ask ourselves, does this make me a Muslim that I fast in the month of Ramadan, I make the two Eids and I come for Juma? Is that my certificate as a Muslim? That's it? Nothing else? Am I not bound and binded and governed by Islam in every aspect of my life? Again, it's a point of reflection and questioning. How much am I a Muslim? How much is deen in my life? You know, in any, everything. That the, the day the Eid is over, that maybe that very same Isha Salah, why has the crowd dropped? Why am I only making Ramaz in Ramadan? But I only come for in Ramadan because it's Taraweeh and thereafter Khalas. Now I must ask myself, is that how much I'm a Muslim? Why must I not perform my Salah after Ramadan? Why must I not perform my Salah after Ramadan? Is this my certificate that I'm a Muslim? So the intelligent person needs to say to himself, no, 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 man. You know what? I'm not a ritual Muslim. That I just do something and khalas and that certifies me as a Muslim. We need to now reflect and to say to ourselves that that quality of abstaining from sin must continue after Ramadan. It's so sad. Must a sister look like a Muslim only in the month of Ramadan? That in the month of Ramadan she must wear a cloak. Tell our wives and daughters and our sisters. Must you only wear a cloak in Ramadan? Now that certifies you. You know, it's a Mubarak month of Ramadan. Therefore, you must wear a cloak. After Ramadan, you must be shameless. You must be have, you know, immodesty. You must wear the tight jeans and the t-shirt and come out of the road and reveal your entire body, which is a sign of Qiyamah. And you are far from the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Think to yourself, what kind of a Muslim am I? Okay, you know, month of Ramadan, you tell that lady, you know what, it's Ramadan now, don't, we're we not going to chat, you know. After Ramadan, we can talk. Allah is not watching after Ramadan. Then I can now indulge, you know, pornography, I can't see in Ramadan, I must see after Ramadan. But I ask myself, am I joking with my Allah? Am I playing with my Allah? How alive is my heart? How alive is my heart? Allah give us the understanding that you not only in the month of Ramadan that Allah is watching me. That's why Allah says you must get that quality of taqwa, that quality whereby I know my Allah is watching me. Like how I understand in Ramadan, I will not eat food. Even if nobody is watching, I will not drink anything, even if I'm dying of thirst. Why? My Allah is watching me. After Ramadan, Allah is not watching me, so I can indulge in that pornography on my cell phone. I can chat with somebody, even if it's an illicit relationship. I can take drugs after Ramadan. No, Ramadan, I can't take drugs. After Ramadan, I must smoke, it's permissible. After Ramadan, I must go sell drugs. After Ramadan, I must go to the nightclubs and I must go to the casinos. Allah is not watching. Allah 
guy is turning a deaf eye, deaf eye to a deaf ear, whatever you can say, or blind eye to me. Hey, I think to yourself, what kind of what kind of consciousness do I have? What kind of a person am I? Beloved brothers, we need to say to ourselves, nay, Allah is watching all the time, I must reflect. And that is the intelligent person that will say that in every aspect of my life, whether it's my tongue, whether it's my eyes, whether it's my action, everything must be governed by Sharia. In every aspect of my life, I must understand these important factors. Allah give us the understanding and the realization of this. You know, on this few points, I would also like to bring, and again ask us to reflect. Ask us to reflect. <laughs> I like to know, Ya Allah, is this some kind of uh, faraz, ritual? You know, so many people will make on a Sunday halim. But we don't even know what to do with the halim. Is it now, it's Ramzan come, we must give everybody halim. I think even the non-Muslim are saying, Ya Allah, what is happening? We don't know what to do with all this halim. If you've got no fridge, they don't know what to keep it. Why, why have, do we have to do that? Halim is like part of you know, the, the, the Muslims of Durban, I think, or, or Natal, that they have to give Ramadan the Halim. But you want to eat one small bowl, you're making so many digs, everybody is standing, they take that thing after that, Allah jana, whether they're eating it or whether they're throwing it away. People don't know what to do with all the Halim. Somebody gave me some Halim, he said, Mona, go distribute it. I phoned some people, I said, bye. They said, bye, we don't want to eat Halim. Again, it's look at how we just go through routines. We go through these rituals. You know, by the way, do we, can't we reflect and say we can do something better with our money and something that's more constructive and productive and beneficial for the people? Overall, they were respected elders and brothers. That point of reflecting should come into our lives. That I'm not only a Muslim in Ramadan, I'm always a Muslim. And I must control myself in everything because I'm answerable to Allah Ta'ala for every action of ours. Allah give us all hidayat say Ameen. Wa akhirat alhamdulillah rabbil alameen.